Welcome to this episode of BPB Knows. Today, BPB Knows Recruiting. Our expert is Mare Luque Hanchet, who's head of our external recruiting practice and a professional with more than 25 years in the field. Mari, tell us, what is the most difficult part about the recruiting process? I think that the most difficult part is really understanding on the recruiter side what the need is. Sometimes recruiters think that they know what the need is and they throw resumes at their clients without really understanding why the position is open, what exactly is it that you're looking for and why, and understanding the industry these clients are in. So for a recruiting service to be successful, there has to be a relationship of trust between the client and the recruiter. And the recruiter has to really know, you know, why do you need a controller and what type of controller do you need? Why is it that you need a CFO and why don't you have a CFO anymore? Why did the CFO leave? And and that helps a lot because it's not about pushing paper and pushing a resume. It's understanding exactly what the need and the type of person that fits into that that organization as well, because not everybody fits. It doesn't matter how great the skills are. Not everybody fits because culture is super important. So there's like a combination of different things that can make the recruiting process either easy or extremely difficult if the recruiter doesn't do, doesn't follow the process the right way. So when a client engages you to do recruiting for any position, an executive level position, a finance office position, what's the first thing you do? The first thing I do is I try to, I meet with a client, whether it's in person or via Zoom. Now that we live in this virtual world, there's a lot of, you know, Zoom interaction. So I meet with a client. I try to understand, number one, what the, what the company does. And, and get a feel for what the company really what's what's their industry what is their what are their processes what does the office look like what type of people like who are there the people in the office because culture again it's a fit it's it's all about whether that person's going to fit or not i need to get also a detailed job description and sometimes the job description even if it's you know details of step by step in writing it if you don't talk to that client and get to know that client and sort of establish that relationship with the client, you're not going to really know, um, you know, what the, what the position is all about. So that's the first thing, trying to establish that relationship, start, you know, reassuring the client that this is something that we can do. If the position is, 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 is not something that we can fill quickly, we have to be honest with the client and let them know, listen, this is going to take a little bit of time because it's, it's not just about pushing paper once again. So meeting with a client is the first thing we do. Get the get the uh, the the job description. Get a detailed uh, job description, and then obviously talk about our fees, how it works. Make sure that the client knows that we are going to be focusing on that position and making sure that we are going to present the right candidate. And if the candidate is not the right candidate and if the people that we find are not the right fit, we're not going to present. We have to be honest. Recruiting is a, a relationship. It's all about trust. They will do business with you if they trust you. It's not about just throwing resumes and pushing paper. I bet that's hard for clients to hear 
in this age where we're all just getting a million requests from yes. quote unquote recruiters on LinkedIn and yes. emails and people just flooding your mailbox. It must be, yeah. it must be tough for, for you to get that message across to the clients that engage you that this is yeah. a process and it's going to take a little bit of time. Do you help yeah. clients write job descriptions or rewrite job descriptions? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sometimes clients don't even have job descriptions. Uh, they, they, they come and they say, hey, I don't have a job description. Can you write it for us? And we get like bullet points of what they need and put it together, send it to the client for review and they can tweak it if they want to. But yeah, absolutely, we do that too. A little bit about how technology has changed the recruiting practice over the last dozen years. It, it's funny because when I first started, everything was paper, everything was printed, everything was a phone. Now with, uh, you know, the advances in technology and so many tools that are available for recruiters to use, it makes it a lot easier, of course. But I think that depending on the role, there's also that in-person relationship with the headhunting piece where you, if you have to look for somebody at an executive level, it's not about going into LinkedIn and just clicking and, you know, doing the searches that all the other recruiters are doing because everybody has the same tools. Everybody has access to it. So everybody's going to look for the same people. It's more about, okay, where do I look and who do I call and how do I headhunt and really headhunt? So with AI right now, which is obviously, you know, what we hear about all day long, there's there's an advantage to recruiters using AI because it takes away all that administrative work that we have to do with scheduling, with writing a lot of those uh, job descriptions, uh, you know, with uh, doing searches. It makes it a lot easier with AI, but still that piece that it's more of that human side, that connection with the candidate and with the client is super important. I always tell my candidates, when I'm talking to you, I represent you in, from, uh, in front of the client. I am your agent that represents you. And then when I'm talking to the client, I represent the client with the candidate. So it's like a double, you know, type of service. I am, I am, the agent for the candidate and the agent for the client. And it it's that human relationship, that connection, that trust. The candidate, you have to think about, the candidate is sitting there looking for work, maybe not happy where they are, maybe they're working, maybe they're not happy where they're at. And they emotionally, they're going through a lot, right? So you have to reassure them that you're going to be able to assist them. And on the client side, you have to have that trust and that, but that's something that technology can't do. So that the recruiter, that's what the recruiter does. And it's not rocket science. It's more of relationship building, customer service, attention to detail, you know, making sure that you're there for that client. Now, technology makes that operations administrative side easier, easier for candidates as well, because it helps them write resumes much better. It helps them do searches. It helps them see maybe find positions online that with technology, they're able to, to, to see positions that they might not have been aware of because they're popping up more because the searches, keywords that you put in that before you, you would put them in and nothing would come up by putting them in. Now they come up. So 
obviously technology is a huge thing, but recruiting, true recruiting and recruiting, not staffing, talking about recruiting and actually human connection. It's something that has to be done by somebody. Number one, you have to care. It's not about, it's not about the money. It's not about how much money you're going to make. It's about making sure that you find that right person and that that person's going to fit and that person's going to grow and that person's going to have a career with this company and that client is going to be happy. Because if it's about staffing, sure, you can say, you can staff. You can say uh, your client needs 10 people for a call center because it's Valentine's Day and they need to be sitting there, you know, taking flowers orders for Valentine's Day. You can, yeah, that's 10 people, 20 people that you staff, but it's not, this is about, it, this takes like a special type of, of uh, very special attention. Yeah. So, and, and like everything that makes that, that special attention, that uh, intentionality is what separates the ones that are really good at it and the ones that are amazing at it. So yeah. um, is it easier for you or does it matter when you're engaged by a client of BTV or an outside company? Do you go through the same process? Does it give you an edge if it's a client or an existing firm client or not? Or does that make any difference to you? It does make any difference. Uh, I've been doing this for so long and it's, uh, for me, it's, it's second nature and you know, if I if I have a client that comes to me and says, "Hey, I can't I, I can't find, um, you know, a chief operating officer. I've been looking for. I've had I've met with different recruiters. Nobody's able to to get me the right person. You know, I sit with that client. I go through through all you know the requirements and get to know the client and all that. Um, and it's it's something that comes like second nature to me, and it's it, it fills me. It's my, you know, it's my true gift. And I always say it's not rocket science. It is, it is what I love doing. And I think that you have to really love recruiting to be able to do a good job. I had somebody working for me years ago and she tried and tried and she, the, the poor girl tried so hard and got to a point where we had to let her go. And and she came to me, she goes, I, I swear to you, I'm going to keep trying. And I said, I know you're trying. It's just not for you. It's not, you have to have a special kind of gift. It's like a salesperson. It's like somebody that is building relationships with your clients. You have to be able to have that connection. It's all about trust. It's simple. It's common sense. And it's being open to listening, listening and understanding and being you know, being able to say to your client, don't worry, I got this, trust me. And that, the, and then once that client trusts you, they're going to come back to you. Right. doesn't right. matter Making where you go. Doesn't yeah. Matter, yeah, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter if you're, you're at BBB or you're somewhere else. They're going to say, hey, you know, Marty found me, this person, I'm going to get, I, I have to find where she's at. I have to talk to her. That's the way it is. Yeah. Well, Madi is amazing at what she does, and um, it's been really a great thing for our firm that we've been able to expand the service. You know, we've been the beneficiary of Mari's work um, here at the firm, but we've also been able to expand this and offer it to clients, which is a, a really special benefit for, uh, for our clients as well. So if you are in need of a, a an executive level or a finance office or really any 
extremely talented professional that will make a difference in your, in your company, I encourage you to call Mari and let her help you through that process. And our listeners, thank you as always for joining us today. If you have questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the future, you can always contact us by email at bpbnos at bpbcpa.com. That's it for this episode, and we will see you next time.